Brothers and sisters, welcome to another episode on The Message, where we inspire faith and empower lives through the gospel of Jesus Christ. And this is a podcast that's part of the 103 Podcast Network, where we've got the NJ Podcast, as well as the the House of Lamini Music Podcast. And this is a new uh, podcast that we added to the network. So we wanted to focus solely on inspiration coming from the gospel of Jesus Christ alone. And today we are going to talk about the true riches, the real gospel versus the prosperity gospel. True riches, the real gospel versus the prosperity gospel. And this is something that's very close to my heart and has been on my mind for a very, very long time because Growing up as I was new to the faith, I looked up to a lot of televangelists. I looked up to a lot of TV preachers. Uh, your John Hagees, your T.D. Jakeses, and Joel Osteen's, Joyce Mayer, Kenneth Copeland, uh, Jesse Duplantis, uh, Creflo Dollar, uh, Pastor Ray McCauley, uh, Benny Hinn, the Joseph Princes. You know, I was all in there and it was very good while I was still growing as a new Christian. I started preaching when I was 15 years old. When I got saved, when I was 15 years old, I was growing uh, in the faith. And they, their teachings helped get me through tough times. They helped deepen my faith. They helped me grow closer with God. They helped me understand kingdom principles. And they helped me when I had times where I was feeling uh, suicidal and whatnot. But as I grew, I grew up and started reading and studying the Bible for myself and started growing closer to God, I started to realize that maybe the gospel that is being preached by certain TV preachers and ministers, not all of them, some, ha- are not really aligned to what the true gospel of Jesus Christ is. There has been a recent um, surge in content out there on the internet and on YouTube that has been calling out to the church and has been calling out the prosperity gospel. And as I got to grow and understand what the prosperity gospel is and what the focus of some of the teachings is, I started to become heartbroken and have a lot of disdain for this movement, but I was very happy because I started to understand what the truth is. And the truth is, is that the gospel of Jesus Christ is not what is aligned to what the prosperity gospel is, which is using Jesus as a proxy so that people can give money to a church or a movement. And that is not what the gospel is. I want us to picture this. A wealthy businessman who believed his success was a direct measure of his faith. Yet despite his riches, he felt an emptiness inside. And then one day, He encountered a missionary with nothing but a small suitcase and a Bible. The missionary radiated joy and peace that puzzled this businessman. When asked about her joy, she simply said, My joy comes from knowing Christ, not from what I own. Our scripture for today is Mark chapter 8 verse 36. For what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? Let us take some time to understand the real gospel. The heart of the gospel isn't about material wealth or earthly success. It's the story of Jesus Christ. 
his life, death, and resurrection, offering us salvation, grace, and the promise of eternal life. The true gospel calls us to a life of faith, humility, and service, echoing the life of Christ himself. Now, if we contrast this with the prosperity gospel, the prosperity gospel is different from what the true gospel is. The prosperity gospel is a teaching that often equates faith with financial success and good health. It portrays God as a divine benefactor who rewards increased faith with material wealth. This interpretation, however, misplaces the focus of our faith, leading us away from the essence of the gospel. Now, the dangers of the prosperity gospel are dire. This doctrine can lead to disillusionment and a transactional view of faith. If blessings don't materialize, it can cause people to question their faith and God's faithfulness. Moreover, it risks turning God into a means to an end, the end being wealth and comfort, being that I'm going to give because I want to get a new car, I want to get a new Rolex, I want to get an enhanced business, or I want to have more money. I am going to give so that I can transact with God so that I can get more money. And if I do not get more money, that means I am not successful and God is not God, which is false. And many people will sell their souls for whatever gospel or for whatever God or for whatever scripture or whatever teacher or what for whatever spiritual authority will help them get the material positions that they gain instead of seeking the richness of character and development that we find in Jesus Christ. Now let's take a biblical view of prosperity. The Bible presents a different picture of prosperity. It talks about our spiritual richness, richness, contentment in all circumstances, and finding joy in our relationship with God. Let us consider Paul, who found contentment regardless of his physical state. Or let's look at the Beatitudes, where Jesus blesses the poor in spirit, the meek, and the peacemakers. Now, Jesus warned us about the dangers of wealth and the idolatry of money. He taught us to store up treasures in heaven rather than on earth emphasizing the impertinence and deceitfulness of earthly riches. We need to work towards embracing the real gospel. To live the real gospel is to follow Christ's example, to serve, to love, to give, and to place our trust in God above all else. It's to find richness in our spiritual growth, in our communities, and in serving others. Now, as we journey through life, let us focus on the true riches that come from a life devoted to Christ. Our greatest treasure is not found in material possessions, but in the eternal love, peace, and salvation found in Jesus Christ. This year, 2024, let's measure our wealth not by worldly standards, but by the depth of our faith and our commitment to living out the real gospel. In Jesus' name, amen.